Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan here and you are listening to episode 180 of the Creator Smarts podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the difference between a lead magnet, core offer, a tripwire product, an order bump, an upsell and continuation. If you have been in the online business space, you've probably heard about all these things, but sometimes it's hard to know what exactly to offer as your core offer as a tripwire, what you should offer as an order bump, and what to offer as an upsell. And what's the difference between all of those things? I'm going to make it very clear for you in this episode by giving you lots of analogies. We're going to use three analogies. One is the McDonald's analogy. So we're going to see how McDonald's uses all these strategies to make more money each time you've, <laughs> you visit one of their restaurants. Um, we have the, the cinema, the movie theater analogy and then i'm going to give you practical examples of how you can implement these things all of these features in your into your business and at the end we're actually going to answer the question whether you should have all these things or not and if you decide to add one of these features to your business um what are some of the things that you should take into account that you should pay attention to all right so i have a few examples here um I haven't written anything out. Uh, just took a few notes here. So let's do this. We're going to try to do this in one take. Right. So let's start with the lead magnet. So a lead magnet is something that you give away for free or at a highly discounted price. To And the aim is to get the uh, the contact details of your client. Can be the contact details. Can also be you know, to get some kind of engagement for that client. So if we look at McDonald's, um, I am I am not a big fan of McDonald's, but I do go there every now and then with my kids. And the reason I go there is not because of the great, of, of the quality of their food, but it's because the overall experience, right? It's convenient, it's nearby, and they have a playground. Um, I don't need to do the dishes, don't need to cook afterwards. It's basically just convenience, right? Don't go there very often, but, you know, maybe once per month, especially when my wife is traveling, it's an easy solution. So now one of the reasons I go there, or I guess that families go there, is because McDonald's has a free, most of the restaurants have a free uh, playground for the kids, right? That's one of the reasons that I go there. I can go to an indoor an indoor playground, pay 10 euros entry entry fee to let the kids play there. I can also go to McDonald's, it's for free, and if I pay 10 euros, I get food, right? So you could say that the playground is a lead magnet, at least for families. Now let's take a look at uh, a movie theater, uh, theater. So an example of a lead magnet, a lead magnet that they offer is you know they can say something like sign up for our free newsletter and get a free preview of an upcoming movie right or sign up for our newsletter and you will be one of the first people to to get tickets for this upcoming movie right so basically give an excuse give them an excuse to give them your contact details um, so that you can follow up with them and they're going to be more likely to buy. Right now, in a course business, the most obvious lead magnets are checklists or quick guides. It can be a free training. It can be an ebook. book um, Anything that is of value that people want to have, 
and um, that are going to give you their contact details so that you can follow up later, right? Every course business, or maybe every business, should have a lead magnet. If you don't have a lead magnet, then you're definitely losing out on sales. Uh, this one was easy. Um, next one is the core offer, right? Um, remember the episode where I talk about uh, selling the lobster first? Selling the lobster first and only then the dessert? Um in that episode, I'm talking about... So the lobster, in this case, is your core offer, right? It's your flagship course. It's the primary product or service that your business is selling. So if we go back to the uh, to the McDonald's example, their, prime, uh, their core product, their lobster, is... It could either be a hamburger. It can also be that Big Mac combo meal. I don't know what their best seller is. I think you could argue for both of them, right? That's basically their version of the lobster. Is a thing they are famous for. It's probably the, the Big Mac when we're talking about McDonald's, right? And that's the thing that you always want to offer first because that's the thing that you're most proud of, uh, that you're famous for, that has good margins. Um, that's where the money is made. Right now, if we look at cinema, then the core offer is just the uh, a regular movie ticket. Right, that's the reason why people go to the cinema; they want to watch a film. Now, in your course business, it's the product that you are the most proud of. It's a product that you can sell to eighty percent of your audience. Right, so eighty percent of the people who sign up for your mailing list, there should be a big overlap in their interest. Right, and that's the thing you're going to offer it's a big overall solution mostly most of the time it's like a general product so it's not a niche product so in the language learning industry for example it's not a course on how to perfect your grammar unless your brand is all about improving grammar in a foreign language it's probably more like a, a more general course right buy this course and reach the next level in your target language or it can also be you can also have multiple flagship products Right for different levels, depending on what level they're at, that they're at. So when, when we're talking about language learning, it can be a beginner course, an intermediate course, and an advanced course. So those can be your core offerings. It's basically just one offer, but for multiple uh, multiple levels. Right? It's really important to figure out what your core offer is. Um, by the way, some people don't know what they should offer first. Some people don't know what their lobster is. But yeah, it's really that product that most of your audience is going to be interested in. Um, something that's not too cheap, has a good price point, has high margins. Something that you're proud of. And it's a product that if people buy it, they like it so much that they're going to end up buying more. Right? It's basically the best thing that you have. Just like when you go to a, a restaurant expensive restaurant you go for the lobster you don't really go for the dessert right so offer that lobster first because if you offer the dessert first they, they're going to feel satisfied ah i already had my dessert now let's go and then you're not selling the lobster right you want to sell the dessert afterwards if you want to learn more about that just listen to that episode i think it's episode 178 like two episodes ago off the top of my head um check it out uh tripwire product this is an interesting one so a Tripwire product is an initial low-cost offer to get customers in the door. Back to McDonald's, right? So this could be like a $1, $1 deal, like hamburger, 
cheeseburger, get a cheeseburger for a dollar, right? You often see that in um, uh, TV commercials. I don't have TV, but last time I watched TV, 10 years ago, I still remember those commercials, right? That's like the thing that they advertise, right? Give the people a reason to go to your place, right? Hey, cheeseburger, only $1, let's go to McDonald's. And then when you're, you're there, you you buy you buy more stuff, right? You buy more food. You also get the drink and you get the menu and buy something for your kids or for your friends. Um, so when we're talking about a, a movie theater, you're... So a regular, a regular movie ticket, let's say $12, I don't know what, prices are let's say twelve dollars right and then the analogy for the cinema could be a promotion where they offer a classic movie for just three dollars right so you lower the price something cheap somebody is on your mailing list they've given you their contact or they're in your restaurant but they're not really they do not really have a reason to buy something like the core offering is still too much they're not ready so what you can do then instead just offer something cheaper right and that's your tripwire product. So if we look at the course business, something that we've seen works well there is um, back to language learning, right? So if you're selling a, a beginner course, comprehensive course, 10-week program, or three-month program, um, expensive, $250, right? Then the thing that could work as a tripwire is... $27 course, or $17 course, where you teach the students how to learn the language, right? So you're not giving them the what, you're not giving them all the content and all the exercises, but you're teaching them your philosophy, your methods, you're giving them tons of, tons of examples, and the student gets lots of value out of that. Um, it's a good way to build trust, and then if the people finish that Tripwire product, they they should be more likely to buy, to buy a core offering, right? Um, so that's an example of a good Tripwire product. If you are running ads, having a Tripwire product can be very um, uh, important, right? Because you want to make as much money as, pos as possible of every email address that you collect. Right, so a way this works is you you run an ad or you send somebody from YouTube to your mailing list, right, to your opt-in page. They sign up and on the thank you page, you offer them a cheap product. And you want to keep it cheap because this student might not be ready to buy your core product yet, all right? But they have given you their email address. So this is basically an impulse buy. This needs to be something practical, but you don't want to give too much away because if you give away too much, then they already feel satisfied, right? This is not your lobster. Um, this is something that prepares them for the lobster. It's really important to to not forget this because we have made this mistake in the, in the past that we were offering a tripwire product that was actually too good. And we noticed that after introducing the tripwire offer, the conversion rate for the core product actually went down, right? So make sure that there is no conflict between the tripwire and the core offer. Let's talk about the order bump. So you go to McDonald's, you order your hamburger, 
and then somebody asks, and then the, the cashier asks you, do you want, would you like to have fries with it? Right, so just before you check out, there's this question, hey, would you like to add this to your order? It's only $1, right? Or if you've just bought your, your Big Mac menu, um, right before the checkout, they say, hey, would you like to have this extra hamburger for another dollar? Right, just a quick thing. Usually in course businesses, this comes in the form of a checkbox on the checkout page, right? So you decided you want to buy the product. You're ready to make the payment, and then there is a checkbox here. Hey, would you like to add this extra thing for for just usually something cheap, right? Under a hundred dollars for sure. Um, if you if you're selling an ebook, for example, this is a very obvious one. You sell an ebook for for seven dollars, and they say, "Hey, would you also like would would you also like to add the audio book for another ten dollars or for another fifteen dollars?" Right? Um, with street street smart languages, we're selling a um, when when people buy one of our flagship courses, we say, "Hey, would you like to have an ex- expansion pack?" for an extra, I think it's only 27 bucks. And we see that the conversion rate of this order bump is very, very high. It's like higher than, I think it's between 20 and 40%. Um, I mean, 27 is kind of a low price point, so I guess that's another reason why the conversion is so high. Um, But yeah, hopefully giving you these analogies will give you a framework or will give you, will help you come up with a product that can serve as a right order bump for your core offer, right? So the movie theater analogy here would be would be something I don't know if people do this. Um, you just bought your tickets, right? And then just before you make the payment, the cashier asks you, "Hey, would you also like to have this limited edition movie poster for just five dollars?" Right? It's an impulse add-on. And then we have an upsell. And sometimes people get mixed up. They don't know what the difference is between an upsell and the order bump, right? So an order bump is a last-minute add-on at a point of purchase, an impulse buy, right? And then the upsell is an offer made just after the purchase to get the customer spent more by buying an additional and it's often a higher priced item or package, right? So an order bump is something cheap, like a small add-on, add extra fries to your order at McDonald's. And then the upsell is something like, um, hey, would you like to supersize your meal for an extra $2? Or how about adding a McFlurry for dessert? Or, hey, would you also like to would you also like a big menu for your friend? Right? Is you're basically offering something that's much more expensive, or just as expensive as your as your core product. You could you could, you could try to sell a second a second product, right? A second core offer there. Um, if you look at the cinema, then. I guess an example there is, um, so you just bought your movie ticket and, and then the attendant says, hey, would you like a special combo that includes popcorn, a drink, and candy for a discounted price? 
right? So all these things encourages you to spend more money than you than you initially intended, right? Um, in the course business, this can be so after after you sell your flagship course, if the students put in the work, like once they finish the course, they're gonna have another problem, right? All right, I've learned this skill now. Now I actually need to put in the work and practice. Or okay, now I can I can speak this language, but I'm not fluent yet. Or I've I've reached the next level, but actually I haven't reached the highest level yet. So you can sell, you can basically sell a product that solves the next problem that they're gonna have, right? So this could be the next level. Um, if you're selling an information product on how to build a YouTube channel, this could be um, implementation, right? So you buy a course for 500 bucks or you sell a course for 500 bucks and then you ask your customer, hey, um, all right, you're going to have all my secrets, but if you want to help me implement all this stuff, I can also work with you one-on-one for an extra, I don't know, an extra three or three thousand, uh, two or three thousand bucks, right? Um what we do at Creator Smarts, when people sign up for our inner circle, once per year we throw this live event. So basically saying, all right, if you join our inner circle, you're going to learn what's working in the industry, what's working for other, other colleagues in our space. We're going to do all these meetups. You're going to be part of this WhatsApp group where you're going to learn uh, where you can ask the group for instant, instant help, basically. Um, but wouldn't it be cool to meet in person? Spend a week together, mastermind, go on a fun trip, have a good time, have good food. And then if you good, if you do a good job, and that's something that people want to want to sign up for, right? And that's also something that's more expensive than the initial um, subscription or the thing that you are original originally selling. So that's an upsell, right? It's it's typically more expensive than an upsell so an, uh, sorry than an order bump so an order bump is something that helps your students to go through the course faster or in, in somehow a better way it can also be uh, like an expansion pack an expansion of the things that of the thing that you are originally selling and then an upsell is usually something that's uh, that's much higher ticket all right and then we come to the last one and that's continuation so not really sure what McDonald's if McDonald's is using this this marketing this marketing marketing technique but it's basically a recurring offer or subscription that keeps the customer engaged and um yeah make sure that it comes back and is spending money on the business right so imagine if McDonald's had a monthly subscription where for a certain price it will deliver a meal to your front door every month right um, yeah, that's an example of a subscription. So for the movie theater, it's the same thing, right? I think they're already offering this. Like you can you can get a subscription. So you pay a monthly fee, it's a fixed fee, and then you can go to the cinema as often as you want. Um, these are all techniques that these companies use to increase their customer lifetime value right you can also do this to your course business right so this could be a membership if you have a course business then you can always launch a membership on top of what you um of the course business 
a community, for example, with weekly meetups. Um, now, in the world of online business or selling online courses, offering memberships is often more work, right? requires more of your personal attention unless you have a team so it's often more hands-on but it's definitely something to consider all right so we talked about the lead magnet which is basically a free a free thing that you give away in exchange for that contact details or in exchange for that engagement then you have the core offer which is the lobster it's the thing that you want to sell first a product that you are most proud of and famous for then you have a tripwire product which is usually a discounted product um, something that warms your audience up for the core offer they have an order bump which is a last-minute add-on at the point of purchase usually something cheap that helps your students go through the course faster can also be an expansion pack and then you have upsells it's an offer that follows after the initial purchase with the goal to get your customers spend more. It's usually something that's as expensive as the thing that you just sold or more expensive, can also be high ticket. And then there is continuation, right? Which can be uh, some kind of subscription or in a world of online courses, uh, can also be a membership. Now, should you have all these things? Um, maybe. I think when it comes to online business, it's all about identifying the constraint of your business and removing that constraint, removing the bottlenecks, right? So if you're running ads and you're noticing that you're not making enough of every lead and therefore you cannot, you're not making enough, you're actually losing money on the campaigns that you're already running. I think in that case, adding an order bump or an upsell or a trip prior product makes a lot of sense, right? Because this could make this could make or break your, your funnel. Um, but I would also be very careful. I think a lead magnet, everybody needs a lead magnet. Everybody needs a core offer. Do you need a tripwire product? Maybe, but not really. I mean, what problem are we trying to solve, right? I mean, for the businesses that we run, we do, well, we do have a tripwire for one of the businesses that we run. And the aim there is not necessarily to make more money, but also to warm up the leads for the core product, right? And we noticed that after introducing the tripwire, the conversion rate for the core offer actually increased. And we got paid for that, right? Because we sell that tripwire, it's a paid product. Another benefit of having a tripwire is that you can run ads to cold audiences because it's cheap, right? You don't need a fancy funnel for that. Um, so this can serve, this can be a, uh, having a tripwire can be a very good tool or a tripwire product can serve as a tool to that you use to create new campaigns for paid ads, right? And then of course you can sell your core product as an upsell on the tripwire. Um, order bumps, maybe. I would say with all these things, just make sure that you track your numbers, right? Because it could be that adding an order bump to your order decreases your upsell rate, right? Or that adding a tripwire product decreases the conversion of your order bump or of the core offer. So I would never add all these things at the same time. 
um, experiment with this. Also ask yourself, what question are we solving here? Are we just trying to make more money? Or are we trying to educate? Are we, are we trying to warm up the user for the core offer? Um, it's really important to track your numbers, make one change at the time, and after implementing a, a change, after making a change, let's say after adding an order bump, just keep track of those numbers and make sure that the overall customer lifetime value goes up. Right? Same thing for continuation. Do you need to have continuation? Do you need to offer a subscription? Well, you're probably going to make more money if you do offer it, but it's also going to be more work. Right? So. I just wanted to record this episode to give you an idea of, of all the possibilities, but this doesn't mean that you need <laughs> drop everything that you, that you have in your hands now and start implementing and creating all these products because this might simply, all these things might not be the constraint of your business and you should only focus on the number one thing that's holding you back from growth right now. Right, so if you found this episode useful, then maybe bookmark it. <laughs> bookmark it. Um, come back to it later when you're ready. But um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Talk to you next time.